Good morning. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have Sarah Chambers in today. You're the co-owner of Privy Clear. Yes. Thanks for being here, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Um, Hannah Izvanko is your co-owner, and she unfortunately has COVID right now. Yeah, she is. She is very sick, so yeah. she will not be here. But yeah, she's, and she's the really good one at talking. Too. She's here so in I was spirit. Like, yeah. Um, so she'll be cheering us on from home. Um, which thoughts and prayers go out to Hannah. Hopefully, you're feeling better soon. Um, I feel like COVID this round is a little crazier. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I'm the one that gave it to her. So we've just been like passing it back and forth. Um, So yeah, Yeah, tis the season. So what is Privy Clear? So we are a advertising agency. And I say like a boutique advertising agency because we like to provide an experience for our clients. And so the different approach that we have is we meet with each individual client that we have and we learn about them and their brand and their product and what we're advertising. And so before we started Privy Clear, we saw really just a huge need for this, especially in the area. And we work with a lot of field service based um, industries. So like HVAC technicians, electricians, like plumbers, that kind of thing. And it's really weird because we didn't even like think that that's what was going to happen. We were just going to kind of open up advertising for a bunch of different industries. And before we did that, we had thought about niching down a lot and just doing service industries. And it's kind of worked out that way because most of our clients are service-based companies. How how has that learning curve been? Like to me, I don't don't really know anything about HVAC units or or what, you know, how, how has that been for you guys learning about these businesses and the industries that you're working in? It has been challenging, but we both love a really good challenge. So I think for us, it's almost really propelled us forward because we have found so much joy in learning about so many different industries and just like focusing on blowing up their small businesses. So and and here is I mean, I say this probably every single week that there's something magical about the Upper Cumberland and, and the heart of the small business community here. But I do think sometimes I have made jokes about the small business graveyard. And some of that is that no matter what your your business is and what you're doing, if you don't have the right marketing and you're not getting word out of what you're doing, it it doesn't matter. Exactly. And I think that that's what has been missing in really the advertising industry and the marketing industry here because we've talked with and and we've been in the marketing and advertising world for, you know, several years now. And in our previous careers, we've worked a lot with like field service, small businesses. And so we've kind of seen the challenges that they've faced with their advertising. And, you know, most of them rely solely on word of mouth, which is like one of the most effective forms of advertising and marketing. But it's really difficult to reach new people and gain new customers when you're just doing word of mouth. So kind of what happens is usually they'll find a really big advertising agency to manage their account because usually it's a smaller um, ad spend. And so they find a bigger company to do that. And it's a very surface level relationship to where the advertising isn't authentic to who to what they're bringing to the table. And so we really try to focus on what their differentiator, what's setting them apart and marketing that. And so I feel like that's kind of the different approach that we have. And it's been really fun to kind of learn about all of these small businesses in the Upper Cumberland and what does set them apart. And well, and how do you so you you kind of mentioned hiring bigger advertising agencies. And I, you know, I'm thinking almost like, you know, some of these 
Hallmark movies where it's like, well, you know, you have to the big advertiser from the big city goes to the small city or what, you know, small towns. But I think sometimes small businesses think, well, I'm not big enough to hire a marketing firm or an advertiser. That sounds big and scary. And so how have you had to combat that to like tell people you deserve just as much as a big business in a big city? Yeah, that was probably one of the biggest learning curves because, you know, we wanted our pricing to be very affordable for small businesses. And we found that that was also a really huge challenge. A huge challenge. We had talked with um, one local business owner that had an outside advertising agency and was paying, I mean, thousands of dollars a month, like not including ad spend, just for the management service. And I mean, that's impossible for a lot of small businesses. That's a lot of overhead. And especially if you're not seeing any return from it. So we wanted to be affordable. It has been challenging to get new um, like businesses because they do think like we're not going to be able to, we don't have the capacity to have like an outside agency, but we have to really kind of reinforce that we're here for you. We're, we're specific, we specifically designed our business model for small businesses. Um, and I think since we don't take as many clients that that's kind of how we've been able to work everything out. Um, but it's been really awesome. One of the things I think that in the upper Cumberland, you find people who are willing to pay thousands and thousands of dollars out to, to, to the big names in bigger cities, Nashville, and they, they don't blink twice, but then they think, well, I'm getting a better value because I'm, I'm spending, you know, of course people in Nashville, you know, I, that's where my big dollars should go. How do you combat that it's okay, you know, your pricing, affordable pricing for understanding your market isn't necessarily underselling that you're you're, you're giving less service to that that bigger cities. How do you combat kind of the pricing? And that's the the million dollar question I think of all entrepreneurs. So I think for us, it's been it's funny because we have had people say your prices seem really low, and we don't think they're low. Like mm-hmm. we've we raised them from the beginning; they were really low, and then we increased them because we realized okay, this is going to be a little bit more work for what we're wanting to do because we do want to provide an experience. Um, and so we've had to kind of slowly increase those, but they're still nothing compared to what these really big advertising agencies are. And I think the way we're able to get around that is because we don't have a lot of overhead. Mm -hmm. We don't have employees. It's just us doing all of this. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like that's been an easy way to have affordable pricing. But I think also just our track record. Um, And we meet with our clients in person. So I think that's huge too. And we can like walk through their account with them and show them, you know, this is what you've been running. This is where your money's been going. This is what your conversion rate has been. And like all these things that no one has ever shown them before. And you kind of see it click like, oh, you actually care about me and my business. And we do. Well, and I think that people find that in banking, you find your, you know, I just, it's just where I keep my money. But it's like, there's, there's a relationship aspect to all the, the people when you're running a business, that relationship aspect of the services that you work with is so important. And there's such a value when none of us can do this alone. And I'm sure that you guys work with other, you have an accountant that you work with, or whoever else that you're working with, that that helps take the burden off of you having to know and do and be everything to everyone. Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of what we do too is out of convenience. 
And a lot of the advertising platforms are very complex to where you do have to spend a lot of time learning them. And um, so we obtained some certifications. But, I mean, anyone can go on to Facebook and run a Facebook ad. And so we've worked with, you know, a lot of businesses that have been doing that. And they're like, well, we don't want to do Facebook or we don't want to do Google because it's not performed. And then we'll go in and look at it and show them and say, well, this is why it hasn't performed. And this is what we can do to maybe help it to perform. Well, and one of the things I want to point out is that we would never, I would never try to be my own doctor. Mm -hmm. I would never try to be my own accountant. I wouldn't, you know, there's things that I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to edit my own podcast. There, there are skill sets that are more advantageous to use somebody else for. And I think we have this mindset that advertising or marketing is kind of anybody can do that. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, anybody can start a Facebook page, but it, what sets Privy Clear apart from just doing my own marketing? So we, when it comes to like Facebook ads and Google ads, which is mainly what we do, mostly Facebook really, just because it's more affordable, it is very complex. And not only that, it's always changing. We've had a lot of people think that they've ran Facebook ads and then we go in and they actually haven't. <laughs> it's been like a boosted post or something. And so it's actually completely different. So there's a lot of moving parts to it. There's a lot of different like levels to building out an ad and it's a lot. And sure, I, I mean, I was able to figure it out, you know, before I got my certification. Um, and then once I got my certification and I saw how deep it goes, you know, it was just like, wow, I just thought it was so interesting. And so many people don't have time to do that. So to we dig kind into of, and, and the changes like I'm not. Yeah. OK, I could maybe spend two hours digging into it right now. But I'm not going to do that again in six months from now. Yeah, because, I mean, it's always – and they don't even, like, warn you when it's changing. We'll, like, log on to, to Google Ads and the whole, like, interface is changed. We're like, mm -hmm. oh, this is great. So we have to learn this today. Mm -hmm. So things like that happen all the time. And I think that that is a big thing that sets us apart is because we're here to do the things that you don't want to do, mm -hmm. really. And then we're also here to do it really, really well um, because we've spent – um, a lot of time trying to master advertising. And we've worked in the industry for several years before, before starting Privy. And so we've had a lot of time to think, how would we want to run an advertising agency? And so we've had a lot of time to also like perfect our skill set. So um, I have a certification in uh, creative strategy when it comes to Facebook ads. And then I'm also certified with Google search ads. Um, and so that's something that even a lot of advertising agencies, um, besides us, like don't have to show. Um, so I think us just perfecting our skill set. And so our clients know and can trust that we can show them results. I, I think, think, right. And well, and I think that's a huge part. Yes, the results part, but people have to make that leap with you before they yeah. see the results. Yeah. And so knowing that you are certified, there's so many people out there that are doing, you know, say that they can run social media accounts and run Facebook advertising, but they don't have the certification and they're not researching into this. This is and this is not your full time job, but you are you you take it seriously that you're running a, a, a company. Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't think that it was going to be in the beginning, like a full 40 hour week kind of thing. And it quickly turned into that within like a month. We had posted um, something on Hip Cookville and just announcing that we had started this business and we were going to be doing it on the side. And we had about 40 people filling out forms like as leads on our website. And so we were on our lunch breaks 
calling people, um, emailing, you know, I mean, we spent weeks just touching base with everyone and we're like, okay, this is a full-time thing. Like there's one, a huge need for this and we want to do it. We'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have Sarah Chambers in from Privy Clear, co-owner. Hannah's out with COVID, but we're uh, here trucking along. So where did the name, Privy Clear is a, a marketing advertising agency. Where did the name come from? It's so funny about the name because, so I had had the idea to do an advertising agency. I brought it to Hannah. We had been brainstorming a name for literally months. I think I brought this to her last January. And so we had been brainstorming from January to like April, like everything. And the name was a huge um, like question mark. So I was talking with my mom and I was like, or she had said the name Privy. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's perfect. Well, I really wanted to do something with like the word catalyst and then everything was taken. So we were trying Mm. to be really creative. And so I loved the name Privy and it means like having exclusive knowledge of something. So I was like, that could be perfect. And then a play on words, Privy Clear. So I brought it to Hannah and she's like, okay, like let's do it. So we got the domain and everything. And Hannah's like, did you know that privy also means like bathroom and I'm serious, but it's like an old, like 1800s word yeah. like back in Europe. And so like no one says privy as in like a bathroom anymore, Yeah, but we've just kind of like ran with it. You know, only a couple people have like picked up on that and said things, yeah. but now we're just using it as like a marketing thing. We're like, yeah, yeah. cause we don't produce crap is yeah. what we, is oh, what we, <laughs> yes. but I love the name. I love the word privy. So yeah. it just kind of just works together. Well, and I think that the naming a business is always just this like it's hard what do you you know and even branding and marketing like how you're gonna present yourself and I think when you're the one behind it and it's your baby it's hard to like kind of see all that you you see the um logo fails that people are like yes. you're like oh my who who approved this that yeah. does that does not look appropriate and stuff like that and so you know even when the name of the the company you you kind of have to have all the eyes on deck for to make sure that everything's you know good I'm sure you you deal with that when even like um taglines that people might have in their business where you're like you can't have a tagline like that yeah I have seen (laughs) yeah there was actually a company when I was at tech 
they were looking for an intern and it was that, you know, that poopery spray. Yeah. Yeah. It was Turdcules. Kind of, was it Turdcules? Yes. 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 They ran, they ran out of the Miss Foundry. They had, oh, yeah. really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So I, I will never forget their name <laughs> yeah. and their marketing because yes. I saw the website and I'm like, this would be such a fun company to work for. And their, their logo was a toilet essentially like that kind of looked like a helmet and um they yeah they their marketing was so i mean they actually poopery had kind of they were on poopery's radar and it was a a small business here in cookville um that and i i think that just goes to show how important your marketing and branding and how you're presenting yourself out there absolutely and i think the more that i get into like the more that I've gotten into the digital world and especially now, like being a business owner, I think I'm almost less serious when it comes with that. Like I obsess so much over our business name and everything. And now I feel like just how the internet is people like Turkeys. Like yeah. That's fun. Yeah. So, well, and I wonder if like, you know, before you kind of got into this, if, if you would have found out that privy meant bathroom that you would have been like oh my gosh we got to change this you know we we feel so it has to be perfect yeah but then you're like oh there's there's these offshoot things that happened in marketing that you're like I didn't even see this being a thing yeah and now it is catchy for people and and you can use that tagline like we don't produce crap and so (laughs) I think that that's interesting and that's exciting and and that's kind of the world of marketing and advertising And that's just kind of our brand is we're different. Hannah and I are huge dorks and (laughs) we just like we just think advertising and just this whole world is just so fun. And so it it really does just kind of reflect who we are. And and that's really at the end of the day, that's what we have fun with this and we have fun with our clients and producing just really cool and creative ads. And I think where we're at now with advertising, you have to be creative. You have to think outside of the box. In case you're just joining us, we have Sarah Chambers from Privy Clear Marketing Advertising Agency here in the Upper Cumberland. Where what take me back to like 10-year-old Sarah. What was the plan for life? Were you going to be were you an advocate for helping others? Were you did you want to own your own business? So, I've always had a huge entrepreneurial spirit and when I was 8 years old, I was diagnosed with dyslexia. And so that was that was definitely a challenge for me growing up and it's still a challenge for me. But it's a thing that people who are dyslexic are more, I think it's left brain maybe, that are mm-hmm. they're just like more creative and thinking outside of the box can come a little bit more naturally to people with that learning disability. And looking back on my childhood, that is so true because I was always so creative. And I think that it wasn't until my 20s when I was deep in my undergrad at tech that I found marketing and advertising as like a creative outlet for me. Um, specifically like graphic design and just the challenge and of, of all of it and how it's always changing. So I think that's kind of, honestly, I think my learning disability had a lot to do with it to really like lead me down this path. So it's, it's weird, like looking back. Um, but yeah. So. Yeah. I, I would imagine being diagnosed at eight could have felt like almost maybe not a death sentence, but definitely like a penalty that you were held like this was going to be something that held you back in life. Yeah. Um, and not necessarily, this is something that could kind of spark some interest and spark a career path and even your own business of owning your own business. Mm -hmm. It's, it's interesting how it worked out that way. Um, because I always was definitely very self-conscious about my learning disability and especially now, you know, in the work field and as an adult, it's, 
it's interesting. Um, you know, I like spelling is, is hard for me. And so it's funny at um, my like previous jobs when I and, and with graphic design, it's funny because I'll misspell things. And so I always have Hannah and like multiple people proofing everything because there will be some weird misspelling. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just really interesting how it's kind of affected my life um, just every day. But I've almost used it as a strength that well, and I think that's the thing that that you kind of need that tenacity when you're running a business. You could go and get a job with an advertising company and and work for somebody else, but running your own business, you're able to kind of do things the way you want to do it and you're you have that tenacity that you overcame some things growing up. Yeah. And I think that it just I mean, I value, you know, so much more what what Hannah and I have built. And it's just really, it's really awesome seeing it come to fruition. And after all of this time. So you we mentioned that this was kind of, you thought maybe this would be a, a side hustle kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. quickly become bigger than you thought it was going to be. So what's, what's your other job that you do? Yeah. So my other job is I'm the marketing director for a real estate company um, here in town. And so I do all of their marketing and advertising. So I've been there for a couple of years now. And that's probably the job that really threw me into the advertising world and really, really sparked my hunger to learn. And so a lot of the certifications that I've obtained and everything has been during my time there. Um, and it's also given me the ability to work with a lot of, you know, field service type industries that Hannah and I work a lot with, um, because I'd be working with, you know, HVAC technicians and, um, a lot of small businesses throughout the upper Cumberland. So it gave me a really good insight to what those challenges were for them. Well, and I'm sure just being able to be connected into the community. I mean, Mm -hmm. the real estate community here is huge, I feel like in the upper Cumberland. And so it's been able to offer you some connections and that's where you met Hannah at, yeah. at the real estate firm, right? Yeah. So before she worked there before me and she did all of like the advertising before I was there. And so then when I got there, we started working together and we quickly just kind of realized that our brains just worked really well together. Hannah is so good at strategizing and she's really good at verbalizing her ideas. And I'm really good at taking her ideas and putting it into like, like visualizing it digitally so it's it's interesting. A yin and yang yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Like we really do work just so perfectly with each other. We'll be right back. Thanks for sticking with us. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry and I have Sarah Chambers, co-owner of Privy Clear in today. Thoughts out to Hannah who has COVID at home with COVID these days. But um, so we mentioned earlier, you were kind of saying people try and do their own advertising on social media and they think, you know, well, I, I, I've done all these ads and I, nothing's happening. I put all this money behind it and you go and you're, you said they just boosted an ad. They didn't, or they boosted a post. They didn't have an ad campaign. What's the difference? Yeah. So that is the question of the year. So, um, boosted posts are just not, they're very surface level when comparing it to like an actual ad. You don't have a lot of customizations. You don't really have, I mean, probably I would say like 10% of the customization options that you have compared to actually doing an ad. Um, And so the reach is usually not as much. Um, It's just harder to, especially for conversions. So when you're building an actual um, like ad on Facebook, there are three different levels. And so you're able to specifically put in your own goals in each one of those levels. So it's very, very precise and specific. And 
it's a lot easier to reach your goals. So if your goals are conversions or um, website visits, you can build an ad specifically for those goals. Well, and let me just say, so I just had a conversation. <laughs> I just had a conversation with somebody yesterday and they were trying to get a bigger reach on their social media. And I was kind of giving her some su- suggestions on, on what kind of um, content she could put out there. But I said, you could have a big audience, but that doesn't mean conversions. And how hard is that for you to to get people to understand like, Yes, this post may have had a thousand views on it, but if it only gets one click to your website, it it doesn't it's not converting anything. <coughs> a lot of times we'll have people say that they're doing so well on Facebook, so they don't want to do Google or vice versa. And I think what's helped a lot is showing them the capabilities of Facebook ads or Google ads, whichever it is, and actually like diving into the back end of the platform with them. And showing them how complex it really is and how we can have Facebook and your website talking to each other, retargeting people that are visiting your website. I always say it's like really creepy when you look at it, Mm -hmm. but from like a marketing or like a business owner standpoint, it's so useful. And a lot of people don't realize really the capabilities with it. Mm -hmm. So just kind of showing them and diving into it has really helped show what the power of it is. Well, and I'm, I'm sure that there's so many people that are like, well, I'm, I'm trying to do the best I can. And, and I don't really, I don't have the budget, but sometimes you don't have the budget not to as well, because you're like, you're not going to get the sales or the conversions, or you need that extra leg up. I've worked with a business owner for She's been in business for over five years and until she took the leap and it it was an an investment for her to work with a a marketing company um, and it was a financial strain, but she has seen double the growth that she had seen in the previous four years in the last year. And it's like you just don't have sometimes you don't have that luxury to not do to hire the, the experts to do what you need them to do. And I think what what you said before about how important it is to, you know, you can't know everything. Mm-hmm. So outsource what you can to the people that are experts in, you know, the field. I think that's so important because sometimes it does take someone on the outside, like looking at everything that you've built and seeing different plans, you know, marketing or advertising plans or whatever it is. Um, I think that, that that's huge and really helpful. So tell me about the the services that Privy offers. So so we do a management service where our clients will um, pay us like a monthly fee and we manage all of their ads. And that has, our client list has filled up so fast with that. And so we've started offering two other services. Um, one is a tune-up service for people that have ran Facebook ads or Google ads in the past. And we do a full audit of their account, which has been so helpful for so many people. And we dive in. Again, you know, we found people that haven't even ran ads and they thought they they had been. Mm-hmm. Um, so we dive into all of that. We send them a video audit of everything that we found, all of our recommendations, and then we implement them. So we have that service. And we also have a VIP like setup is what we call it. So we go in for people that have never ran any advertising, usually like new businesses or um just businesses that haven't, you know, explored paid ads before. We go in and we do everything. We set everything up. We build all of the campaigns and we pretty much set it all up so you can just DIY manage it. Um, because even our management fee, um, sometimes businesses aren't ready to, you know, have someone to to outsource all of their advertising. So we made options for those people to be able to 
do it themselves um, and just setting it up in a way to help them, you know, reach success. Well, and I think that for me, I always get scared that to outsource advertising because I think, well, nobody knows all the ins and outs of what we do and nobody understands, you know, they're not here, they're not in it. And, and so how do you speak to that where it's not as scary as you think it is? I think that, you know, just diving in, you know, sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta try it and see if it works. Well, and having the right personality of, of an advertising company, whether they, you know, are, are hands off and they just want you to email them things or they want to meet. I think those things set a a company apart, an advertising company apart than just, um, you know, well, just email us once a month. Well, that doesn't always, that's not always going to work for every, every company. Yeah. and, And we've realized too, that, you know, all of our clients are different. And so some of them, don't really want to talk ever. They're like, just here's our account, you know, have fun and run ads and whatever. And that's awesome because it tells me that they trust what we've produced. And so that's really fun. But then I also like the clients that do like the the communication. And um, one of the clients we've, uh, we've become like best friends. Um, so it's, it's just, it's been interesting to see kind of what everyone's needs are. Um, but we're, we're pretty much, we're here to meet, you know, whatever you want out of an advertising agency. And I think that's really important. If you're just joining us, I have Sarah Chambers from Privy Clear Marketing Advertising Agency here in the Upper Cumberland. And today, what do you see? So this is kind of a fairly new venture for you and Hannah. And where do you see this going? I mean, this is probably even right now beyond what you would have predicted. Where do you see things going in the next five years of do you see this, you know, having a, a bigger marketing firm with other employees and so we have so many plans. Um, we, I don't know about taking anybody else on. I'd love for it to just be me and Hannah as long as possible. We've already like joked around with, you know, my mom like helps us. And then my mother-in-law, she helps us with like all the accounting stuff and um, and all of that. So it, I feel like it takes a village. But um, I love it being just me and Hannah. And so we really want to focus on the education component of it. Um, so we've thought about like doing courses for people that do want to do this on their own with a lot of the education that's out there, you pretty much already need to know an understanding or have an understanding of the platform of the advertising platforms out there. So it makes it really difficult to learn. So we really want to embrace kind of the education, um, part of it and just help business owners if they do want to do this on, on their own give them the resources that they need to be able to do it on their own. Well, and that's the thing. There's so many levels of small business. And you mentioned some of the service industries, HVAC, you know, home repairs, that kind of stuff. Most of those those kind of services where they're guys that are, you know, driving around in their trucks all day, they don't have the time or resources to do it. But there are some businesses where they are sitting at a desk every day and they are able to to jump onto a computer and it's not as um, taxing on them as a business owner. And so kind of meeting people where they're at and understanding, I think that's huge part of being a service provider is knowing, okay, I have some skills that I can offer to these people, but let me find the skill set that I can offer to these other people as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So where can people find you if they want to find out more about Privy and and what your story is and what you guys do? And So um, our website is a really good um, source of information, which is just privyclear.com. 
Um, and then also we're really active on our Facebook page, just sharing. We share a lot of um, the creative uh, graphics that we've put together for ads for our clients. Um, we share a lot. So transparency is really big for us and to see the kind of work that we do produce because I do think that we have um, – kind of a like style that when we're creating things so just so everyone can see that too is is important well and I'm guessing it sounds like you have an eclectic group of clients as well Mm -hmm. so it's not just um you know a boutique thing you have service industry and you have guys you know the guys in an HVAC truck and you have other clients that are, you know, you, you were talking about the knee injection and, yeah. and health and, and all the things that you've been learning um, about these clients and, and all the, the different businesses. Yeah, we've learned just so much about so many different industries. And it's weird how we had a feeling that most service industries would be the ones that would gravitate towards like the service that we're offering um, just because we had saw the need for it in like field service industries. Um, but we have had so many people from really our, our clients range from so many different industries. I mean, healthcare, um, HVAC, I, I mean, there's just, there's a lot. So yeah. it's, it's really interesting um, just to kind of see what type of industries need authentic advertising really well and and i think that seeing that your idea of having this hands-on advertising marketing personal one-on-one connections um you're not trying to grow this huge huge company that's Mm -hmm. out of touch with its clients you want to still be you know your goal is to still be that personal connection you know even as you grow and and offer other services and whatnot yeah because we had even talked about um when we had like 40 leads we're like how do we take this many clients like Mm -hmm. it's just not gonna our goal was like three to five yeah so like how do we do this and so we had talked about um like hiring someone else for like an account executive like down the road you know to be able to like meet the demand but we decided not to do that because then we wouldn't be able to have the the relationship that we do with those clients Mm -hmm. the experience that you're looking to offer yeah yeah I think that's a big part of what we offer is the experience if you're a business owner and you are interested in growing your marketing, having some more ad sale or ads out there. Um, I highly recommend heading over to privyclear.com, checking out what Hannah and Sarah have going on. Um, Sarah's got some great TikToks out there too. Let me just throw that out there. So um, go ahead and, and follow those ladies. And thanks for being here today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me.